Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Shades of Us, the review. I am Ramat. I was going to watch the film I am reviewing today at the Abuja Literary Festival, but due to some technical issues, I couldn't. When it finally came on Netflix, I all but jumped on it. And it was a sad one, but it was something that I knew I needed to talk about. I'm talking about none other than 93 Days by Steve Gukas. Lagos is a city of over 21 million people. We simply cannot afford an Ebola outbreak in Lagos. As is becoming common, I have with me Emono Bwacha joining me on this podcast today. Hi, Emono. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here today. I see that you have a lot of excitement. We are going to talk about a film that is a sad film. I hope that the excitement stays as we talk about this really sad I film. Yeah, so today we are going to talk about 93 Days, and it is a 2016 Nigerian drama thriller, uh, which was based on the Ebola disease outbreak in Nigeria. It was directed by Steve Gukas and produced by Bolanle Austin Peters, Dotun Olakuri, Pemon Rami, and Steve Gukas. It was written by Paul S. Rolston, and it stars Bimbo Akintola, who plays Dr. Ameo Adadevo. It also stars Danny Glover, who plays Dr. Benjamin Ohiari, Sonkele Idalama, who plays Dr. Ada Igono, Bimbo Manuel as Wasiu Badamosi. And Sheon Ajayi was also in the movie. He was Dr. Nii Fadipe. Um, Zara Udofia Ujo was Nurse Justina Echelunu. Oh, we're going to talk about Nurse Justina uh, a bit, but uh, let's just reel in the cast. Yeah, Kepi Epeyong Basi. I actually really love Kepi Epeyong. There's a way he speaks, there's a way he translates his roles. That is so amazing. And he did the very same thing as Patrick Sawyer in the movie. We have Charles Etu Bibi as Bankole Cardoso, Sheo Kentebe as Godwin Igono, Alaste Mackenzie as Dr. David Brett Major, Charles Okafo as Afolabi Cardoso, Gideon Okeke as Dr. Morris Ibewuchi, Shola Oyebade as the ambassador and Tim Reed as Dr. Adeni Jones. Now, it was an impressive cast of Nigerians, Nollywood actors, Hollywood actors like Danny Glover, Alistair McKenzie, Tim Reed, and then we had Nigerian actors who really, really brought in their game. The music was by George Callis and cinematography was by Yinka Edward. I am going to talk a lot about the cinematography. Such a... Okay, let me not let the cat out of the bag, but Yinka Edward was in charge of cinematography it was edited by Antonio Riberio and the production companies were Native Film Works, Michael Angelo Production and Bolanle Austin Peters Production. Yeah, it was distributed by Film One Distribution and is currently on Netflix. It was released 16 September 2016 and the movie is about 118 minutes, so roughly two hours. It's a Nigerian movie as we all know. The language is basically in English. The budget for the movie was 400 million naira. Yeah, so a lot of money was spent, obviously, to make the movie. But something else is we don't have the box office figures. And I think that's because the movie was sold to Netflix. So because it's Mm. on Netflix, we don't know how much it was sold for. So even if he had a cinema run, which I don't think he did, I'm not not sure. But it's possible Mm. he had, I I can't remember if that happened. But then because on Netflix now, we don't know how much it was sold for for Netflix. Now let's look at the critical response for the film. Hmm, there are so many things we are going to talk about. I'm so ready to 
fight. I was this when, user is very. I was so excited when I saw the script, but then I got to this point of the script and I said, "Emono, what's up? Where is this? What's the name of this person who wrote this Katie review?" Because I wanted to know that person's name. So I'll go find them and tell them, is something wrong with you? I know before you think I'm so dramatic, this is what this person said on Movie Meter. He said, the movie looks like a movie from 1980, but this one is really from 2016. Bad acting too. Looks like dubbing. What? And then he goes on, he or she goes on to say, for the people who have put their Netflix on English because this film has no Dutch subtitles, then he goes, probably not worth it. I'm like, first and foremost, why do you need Dutch subtitles for a Nigerian film? It looked kind of weird, but it was just... Emono, what do you think about this person's review? I... The person... Let me say the person is racist. (laughs) That's my, you know, initial response. Because it kind of feels that criticisms. way. Because he doesn't even make any sense saying that the movie looks like a movie from 1980. And, and again, the movie is a sad movie. So it's not supposed to be joyful and colorful and all happiness. So you know what? I kept looking, I kept trying to imagine why that person would think so. But you know what? I'm not even just going to get mad. On Movie Meter, the movie got a rating of 6 over 10 from... 1,531 votes and then on the same platform someone said and I quote well I completely disagree with their bold review which is the one we just talked about he said it's been a while since Awakenings that I have seen such a gripping film and it's discovery of the year for me the movie will undoubtedly have a place in my top 20 of all time. The storyline reminds me of the beautiful Chernobyl series. Maybe a little more corny, but it's a deeply human film full of hope and despair that occasionally made me shed a tear. Not a bloody affair, but above all the hopes, fears, and feelings of the hospital staff and patients are central, which is important in storytelling, right? And the person goes further to say that it is superbly acted too. By the way, this is a true story five stars to this wonderful film an absolute must so there are some things i feel like this person exaggerated a bit right Mm -hmm. in their review but for the most part i felt like they gave a very concise clear on the nail review because this film was about true story the fear that people were feeling the hope the despair was sent it was central it's what you look for when you're looking for filmmaking it was based off of real events. Dr. Adedavo is dead. And it was clearly portrayed so well, right? There were times when I cried because we lived through this, right? We went in Lagos. We didn't live in Lagos, but it affected our country. Yes. And we had to, you know, hide and worry and be afraid because we didn't want to die. I just felt like mm, some people shall... It can be, it can be anyhow. Let's get the next review, Emono. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score was 67% based on nine reviews. And on Amazon, it's received an overall rating of 3.9 over 5 based on 224 global ratings. So that's not so bad. Yeah. One user on Amazon said, and I quote, Great performance by Danny Glover, which did not overshadow the performance of the other actors in a very well-directed and written true-life film. It does raise the issue of the rise of mega cities with Lagos being one of many and how public health authorities will manage future outbreaks of infectious diseases as well as natural catastrophes as climate change adds to the mix of struggling societies and the gulf between the rich and the poor this is the review for me like for me 
this is the review it is clear it handles the issues as clearly as possible and of course danny glover is a seasoned actor but like this person said he didn't overshadow the other people because yes. they were outstanding i mean look at being back into like, my goodness some keller it was amazing kept your period when you talk about all of these people they worked together and made the film great right and so when i hear certain kinds of review i'm like Ugh. but this person is very right on the nose because i yes. loved when they said that how public health authorities manage future outbreaks of infectious diseases for example tells a lot and there's that bridge between the poor and the rich and we mm. see that again now that we had the covid pandemic we mm. saw the response how you know the rich had like a clearly different kind of response and that's what happens when you have infections in countries um pandemics or endemics and things like that so like this person said it was well directed and well written and so it carried the story well but yeah. i will rest this movie got 13 nominations at the african magic viewers choice awards which is our you know oscars and whatnot <laughs> so it got 13 nominations there including best actor best actress best supporting actor best supporting actress and he won an award for best lighting designer this is the film somebody said was from he thought <laughs> it was from the 80s or what have you now big barking won best actress of the year at the african international film festival that's afrif of 2016 for her role in the film and steve gookers won an award for best film director at the Nigerian Entertainment Awards for the movie. I really respect Steve Gukas. I had a conversation with him and I was in awe. You should have seen me quiet. I'm sure he probably doesn't remember me or remember this situation. But it was, you know, with like some on-air personalities. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God. You were so oh my God. I was like, God, I just wish I could have some of his filmmaking skills. Yeah. So he's one of the directors that I really hold in high esteem in Nigeria. And I think his work doesn't even just it's not just Nollywood ready, it is global ready and you know he yeah. shows it at different festivals and whatnot and people can tell that it is such good quality film making um, he also won an award at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Film Festival uh, in 20 did I say festival? it sounded like festival, <laughs> I should slow down so I'll take that again uh, Steve Gukas won an award at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Film Festival of 2017 for the images of Africa for the movie. So there's just so much that the movie as a whole achieved. There's nominations like best overall movie, best picture director, best sound editing, best makeup. There's just so many things. Best cinematographer, I forgot to mention that. And again, Yinka Edwards. Oof! I wish I can afford to have him, but you know, I shouldn't let all of that soundtrack out. There was again now dimension soundtrack. There was best soundtrack and all of so it won it was nominated in way too many categories because of just how good it was. Let's look at some trivia, shall we? Okay, so in real life, the team actually lose their life while attempting to contain the virus. I read somewhere that um it was mainly was it nine doctors were infected? Yeah. I shall know the people that survived were Dr. Ada and um, one other male doctor, Dr. 
where uchi like the only two that yeah. survive from yeah. all those that con- and that contracted the virus in the hospital and it's really sad because like i said earlier on this is a lived experience this is not just yes. something that is fiction and so some stories are fiction and you hear it there's a pandemic in blacklist and Raymond Reddington is able to you know send the antidote in time but this was real life for us mm. africans nigerians mm. it was real life for us and so yes a lot of the doctors lost their lives right and a lot of people also lost their lives to ebola and we didn't even have it worse countries like liberia it was the epicenter of ebola and they had thousands of people die from the virus so um i remember when they were celebrating maybe was it last year or so they're celebrating the last patient to be discharged from the hospital ebola patient and it didn't even last two months before there was another case of ebola that it was really terrible in liberia now the lead actress bimbo akintola she researched her character so well and look bimbo akintola i say it is a god in acting she is fantastic she has always been so amazing but this time she not only was amazing she embodied dr stella ameyo adedavo who we would forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever in nigeria's history respect because her quick thinking and strategy was what helped us contain this virus from spreading as far as it did. And in, in Abuja, a street has actually been named after her and it was long overdue, but, you know, it, it happened. So, um, Bimba Akitola really translated that role well. And also, this was the third time in a row that Sumkele Idalama, the supporting actress in the movie, will star in a film that is a feature in the Toronto International Film Festival in the same year. Yeah. That must have been a big year for yeah, her. Yeah, because Sumkele is, is also one of those really amazing actors. She's, yes. she's not just... Um, you know how there are certain movies we have, and we know those movies, where you get people who are pretty, people who speak well, and that's just about all they bring to yeah. a film. But some Keller is not that person. She brings acting to every role. And it's not surprising that she had three films. Three um, films. What do you call it? 93 Days, The Wedding Wait. Party, and The, the Arbitration. All box office successes and, and she all nailed her role in every Ooh, movie i am so i am so enamored of her especially because of how she carries herself in yes. films Ooh, fantastic now during the phone call between dr O'Hare and the american health official the u.s flag at the letters office is the printed low quality almost transparent type so we have been told or rather imdb told us that flags at the u.s official sites are always of good quality made of different um, pieces of fabric stitched together and embroidered with stars we know americans like to you know Taught their own horn and be like, mm. we are fantastic. Yeah. We have high quality. Better We've heard the people. Everybody. Thank you very much. That's how they shot after the film. Thank you, American <laughs> people. Now, um, let's talk about the storyline. Emono. So Patrick Sawyer, he knew he just came into Nigeria. He arrived at Musala Muhammad International Airport in Lagos and he collapsed. So they took him to first consultant's hospital and he was admitted with fever-like symptoms. 
against all denial of contact with any Ebola victim in Liberia because they kept asking him, asking mm-hmm. him. The, the team at First Consultants, led by Dr. Stella Ameo, quickly deduced that there is more to his case than malaria. Suddenly, they are at a race against time to contain the deadly virus from spreading and breaking out in Lagos, the population of over 220 million people, sorry. Yes. So, so that was the storyline of the film. Um, I don't think that Patrick Sawyer, the, the real-life Patrick Sawyer now, deliberately knew that he had contact or he had come in contact and they wanted to spread. I think that he he was sick and he thought that it was, you know, something small. That's what I think it is. But, you know, like I said, Kepi Epeyon, which now brings me to our favorite aspects of the show. Kepi Epeyon, whoo! He nailed the role of yeah. Patrick Sawyer. Like, when he was losing his mind in the, the final scene before he, he pulls out, oh, yeah, I should have warned you, there will be spoilers, no vex. I'm so glad to do that. Stop here if you haven't watched the movie. <laughs> so, but the spoilers are really small spoilers. Yeah. They will not take away anything from the film. So, the moment he takes out, you know, the needle from his hand and then the blood splashes. That part oh, scared oh, she saws. Oh, oh my goodness. It was ah. it was scary. And and Kepi Epeyong did a really good job of that. The next person I want to talk about that I just absolutely have to rave about i have started already is bimbo akintola she's a god like every film she acts whether it's art and in my former organization she had um she was one of the characters that we used for our um, tv spot multimedia spots or transmedia mm. spots as we call them on making family planning a social norm and her acting was always so real and yeah. so i see i want to meet bimbo akitola and be like mom it's an honor give me your hand let me shake you or something <laughs> she's so amazing she translated the, the role well and then we had some keller so 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 amazing also on the um film so who else do you think was really good in terms of the actors who, who do you think was really great it was actually Sonkele that stuck out to me because, mm. like, that was the first time I saw her in that kind of role. Yeah. Most of the movies I've watched her has wedding party. She was that friend, Johnny yes, friend, arbitration. She was like, so, like, so yeah. this was the first time I saw her like truly mm-hmm. in pain, mm. lot of hope, lost, still struggling, trying to keep hope alive. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it was just, and she she acted it so well. Before I watched it, when I saw the trailer, I was like, hmm, some can be able to do this yeah. part well. But when I watched, I was like. I'm so proud of you. She like, did she so did well. She did well. so well. Another person I really have to celebrate is first Bimbo Manuel. So Bimbo Manuel is the kind of person that fits into any role you give him. He's that diverse. There's a movie, I can't for the life of me remember the name. He was a gangster. There's a movie where he was like a top drug lord in, um, I think he was up north. Was it up north? No, not up north. King of Boys, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Up North. No, Up North was a comedy kind of film. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the film, but he's, he's just been this different characters on different kinds of films. But for me, now, the one person I want to celebrate with everything in me is Zara Udofia Ejo, who was Nurse Justina Echelonu. Oh, God. <laughs> God, look, so 
again, this is a spoiler that wouldn't take anything from me because we already told yeah, you that the doctors a, died and mm-hmm. whatnot. But she was a nurse, and when she was going through the pain and 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 eventually dying, I literally had tears down my it face. Was so I was sad. crying, like not just regular cry, like just tears dropping down. I had ugly cry with mucus coming from my nose like no, she's she's dead she's dead she for me took the cake in terms of the acting now let's move to cinematography yinka edwards is a god he's so amazing he's the feel of the film was first really good right then the colors that were used the shots that he took there are some shots of the lagos city itself that were just I was like, the angle. How? Yes, I kept thinking, how did they shoot all of this in Lagos? Because if you're a filmmaker and you know anything about Lagos, you know that Lagos is not where you bring out your camera and try to shoot. I was like, how did they achieve these shots in Lagos, in the bustling parts or the ghetto part of Lagos? And I was like, ooh, ah. Look, Yinka Edward is a god. He's so, so amazing. And to the story, of course, it was such a beautifully told story. And it's based off of true stories. So you just know that everything that you're seeing mm-hmm. is a pointer to something that actually happened, right? Apart from, you know, okay, so if I say this, this would be too much of a spoiler, but most of what you see was a telling of a true story. So but the story I was... I myself, asking myself, is this, is this exactly... Did this happen? Did this, you know, when they're telling real-life stories, yeah. sometimes in movies, they add some things to make it... Of course, movies, they, I mean, it, it was fiction, yeah. right? It was fiction, but based on a true story. So it just gave us, like, that what would have been the regular life of a doctor, of a nurse, of patients who were in the hospital at that time, their family members, and things like that. And it was so good. I loved, particularly, the costume. Mm. Emono, you noticed how they were almost completely muted colors even the ankaras were not shiny mm. they were just really muted colors very beautiful. in line with everything that was happening in exactly the film. that's exactly. why that person's review is very flawed Emono, don't tell anybody you know what you're gonna do you're gonna find me that person's name so i can go and give him a you know <laughs> Okay, that's a secret yeah secret between <laughs> us so the costume really worked the location again i have to compliment location and cinematography because the set you know the hospitals look very yes. realistic um the aerial views of lagos were like oh fantastic and the, the the isolation center was very realistic of nigerian isolation Ooh. center so i'm giving it up for them for look that i one. think they did a lot of things and i especially like the makeup the makeup was muted it was simple it was realistic soundtrack almost everything i mean they took their time and it, it's what happens when you get 400 millionaire to do uh, see they should just give me 10 millionaire and see if i want you to get so Having said all of this, yeah, Emono, I think that um, it, it was a well-shot movie and it told the story well. And I say this without any sense of apology to anyone who thinks otherwise. If you watch it and don't think it's great, it's good and fine. And I always say art is subjective, right? So um, for me, it was a really, really well-shot and well-told story. And the storytelling was a reminder that we are the best people to tell our own stories. Yes. If this film had been talked about by Hollywood, Dr. Stella Adedavo, uh, Adedavo would never have even been the lead. The story would have been all but erased. And, you know, it just it just wouldn't have worked, right? I think that for me, it also showed that our 
what do you call it health systems have an efficacy that we undermine sometimes yes. um, that despite everything that they lack they are constantly churning out the best like literal miracles that they're doing in the hospitals i have talked about it on my blog uh on my video channel on youtube about how doctors do surgeries with their touch like phones in nigeria it's terrible but yet they are still able to do what can only be described as miracles makes you imagine what they would do if they if had, they had everything it is why when our doctors leave nigeria and go to any other country they do exceptionally yes. well because they they have the basics and i'm really sad that you know the simplest things like basic protective healthcare equipment are not provided for our doctors but then um i just feel if we're able to do these things that's the hope the film gave me like if yeah. we had so little and we're doing amazing amazingly well um we're able to contain the virus much better than a lot of countries did mm. right that um if we now have a lot of money we will do so much yeah. so much more and i want to talk about dr stella adedavo that is the Real Doctor Stella Adadevo. I kept I keep calling her Adadevo. Mm. Adadevo. Um, I think that she was a hero. She had this sheer Definitely. act of bravery. Of course, I don't think that it was planned. But in the moment when she was caught between the devil and the deep blue sea, she made the right decision, and her efforts and those of the hospital, that's first consultants helped avert a worse crisis in Nigeria's bustling city of Lagos State. The role of film in telling these stories cannot be overemphasized, and I really appreciate Steve Bookers for telling this one. What would you rate the movie, Emono? Because they brought out so much emotion from me, mm. I sat down and was thinking, mm. I went to research what happened to these people. Mm. I watched videos of the uh -huh. survival. Uh -huh. So I'll rate it a 9 over 10. Oh, that's that's really good. So yeah. I am rating it an 8 over 10. Um, I think that it's a really good film. Together, our ratings show that, you know, we really enjoyed the films and then we enjoyed the stories that were told. I think it was well shot. It was a well told film. And I say this again without any sense of apology to anybody who thinks otherwise. But that is our opinion. Have you seen 93 Days? What do you think about the film? Do you like the film? Do you not like it? What are your least favorite parts or your most favorite part? Is there a word like most favorite? Please, that is topology. <laughs> okay, let me let me act like I, I, have, I have some education, yeah? What are your least favorite parts and your favorite parts? Thank you very much. Please share your views in the comment section and remember you can select the movie for next week and we'll definitely review it for you. That's about it on the show. Before I end, Emono, do you want to sign out? I just wanted to wait, something about religious. I want to say something that stood out to me about like a I've, I liked the scene where we showed they showed Doctor Stella and her family at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but it should also showed us that she was very committed to family. She yes. had work life yes. balance, and she, you can see that she was a very selfless person. Mm. The day that they were celebrating, I think they were celebrating her husband's birthday, yeah. and she still like she, most people would be like, okay, let me keep work aside, let's finish celebrating. But she yes. took the call. Okay, what's going on in the hospital? Mm -hmm. It shows how deeply she cared about everyone like around her. Yeah. So and she died a hero. And she she was she her. she's always going to be in our hearts as the hero who saved all of us. Yes. 
Anyway, please listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways that you can contact us. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 1 p.m. or rather 1.05 p.m. West African time on our platforms. It's hugs and kisses from Ramat. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap on today's podcast. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us, or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Media. Tell us any song, album, movie, or series you think will make for a great review by sending an email to shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or a WhatsApp message to plus 234-905-912-7552. Thanks for listening. Bye.